You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. What's up and welcome inside Studio 34 DFS Lineup Lock on a football Friday. That's right, a football Friday. Still going to get you some NBA information. My guy, Tony Sincott, I'm Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. And for the next hour, we help you get ready for the all-important, I guess, Week 17. Maybe it's important because it's the last time to play a little fantasy football. Tony, what's going on, my man? How's everything going on your end? It's Week 17. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is the crazy part. I think that fantasy football should be over at week 16 when you're playing season long. Yep. And I could give you the perfect example. DeAndre Hopkins, right? You draft a guy in the first or second round, you have him all year, and they take him away from you. Uh, you got the same situation involving uh, a couple of uh, Kansas City, Tyree Kill. All year you rode him, right? Yep. And now all of a sudden they decide to take away from you. You can't have that. But week 17, DFS, we're all under the same rules. We're all going to use the same prices. We're not going to have guys sit out. We're fantasy players. We need to ply our craft somewhere. I think you play it this week. I play. think you play with passion, and you go out there, and you show everybody what a great fantasy player you are. Yeah, no doubt I agree, Tone. I feel like almost as if DFS, at least the NFL version, was kind of made for Week 17. Excellent point, equal playing field. You don't know what can happen with these teams, but you get salaries, you put everything out there, you see how it goes. I think it's a good way also for season-long players and season-long leagues. You know, maybe you 12, your whole 12 guys, you get into a DFS tournament and you do Week 17 to see who wins the draft spot next year, something like that. I think that's the good way to look at it also. Don't forget, most important thing about a football Friday is the people's lineup. I've been feeling, I'm feeling in for Dane Martinez. And every Friday, I check out what the people's lineup is, and I normally put a dollar or two on the NDFS contest. You can find these polls put up by Tony Sincata on his Twitter, at the Tony Sincata. That is T-H-E, Tony Sincata. So vote on those polls. We'll get you the people's lineup. Tony, you also have an NBA lineup tonight also. And do yep. you have any – any? what should we be looking for in the NBA tonight as far as injury concerns? I'll tell you what. Last night was a crazy situation. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the uh, tournaments don't have the uh, late lineup swaps anymore as they try to keep it everybody on the same playing field. And at 7.01 last night, it was announced that Kawhi Leonard might not play. And then at 7.44, we found out he wasn't playing. So that was a killer, and it brought you back to the days there. And then at 10.30, Damon Lillard didn't play, oh. and he was questionable. His backup, Shabazz Napier, who we would have all played, Put up 23 fantasy points. Here's what we got going on tonight. Mike Scott Washington is out tonight in that one. That'll auto Porter, Markeith Morris rise their value. Omri Caspi out for the Warriors tonight. Paul George out for Oklahoma City. That benefits Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, and Steven Adams in that game. Lakers Kyle Kuzma is expected to play. Serge Ibaka out for Toronto. Chris Paul is playing for the Rockets tonight. <coughs> Excuse me. Little cold here in the city. We come back on the other side. We get ready to get into our polls. Let you know how that's going. They're going to be talking quarterback. We'll also select our RB1. We're just off and rolling. It's lineup lock right here on FNTSY Radio.
What's up, fantasy nerds? It's Ashley from Ashley Needs Answers, and I'm here to share some fun facts with you about my friend Jake Seeley, who, by the way, has never met me. Actually, here's one fun fact. They're making me read this great stuff about Jake, and he won't even pick up the phone and say hello to me. I'm just supposed to sit here and make him look great, and he's not even a great human being. Here's one. Jake's a top three fantasy ranker in the last two years. Great. But is he a good human? I don't know. I can't vouch for that. I heard he doesn't even like puppies. So decide for yourself. On Target with Jake Seeley, weekdays at 4 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune into College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert or in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. He's only gotten better. Very, very impressive year for DeAndre Hopkins. He is arguably the most talented wide receiver in the league, and it doesn't really seem to matter who is throwing DeAndre Hopkins with the ball. Like That catch he made the other day was probably the catch of the year. Next year, he's easily a first-round pick. It was just quite ridiculous. He had at least 73 yards or a touchdown in every single game this season, and since his Week 7 bye, he hasn't finished below wide receiver 16 in any game. Weekdays from 11 to noon Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com slash box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com slash box today. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Come Greg Sussman say it. Back up and Adam lineup lock right here, FNTSY Radio on the Football Friday. Corey Parson holding it down, fantasy executive for Asian Vacation in Dane Martinez. Tony, I heard that the first part of the trip to Asia was a 16-hour flight alone. That was just part one. Tony, I went and went. You know what? I can't spend 16 hours on a plane like that. That would drive me crazy. Uh, it'd be insane. Imagine how many times you'd have to be in that little bathroom. And the weirdest thing about a uh, airplane bathroom for men, at least, is that when you go and pee, there's a little mirror there, and like you can watch the whole process in the mirror. Yeah. Sometimes it can be dis- disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 
we get ready to start rocking on the people's lineup. And if you want to participate at the Tony Sincata on Twitter, that's T H E Tony Sincata. If it was me, it would be Duh Fantasy Executive D A. But it's different. It's oh. the yeah, uh huh. It's the Tony Sincata T H E Tony. So we got to make sure that the cultures know where to go to find <laughs> the talent at. You feel what I'm saying, Tony? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, see, I like that clarification. When I do the show alone, I tell people. Uh, the, I expect your mama taught you that, and then uh, Tony, you should know as well. Maybe your daddy taught you that, and Sincata, I actually, I don't trust anyone. I spell it out for the people. C-I-N-C-O-T-T-A. Go ahead over yeah. to Twitter and take care of it. Get involved. Rock with us. Engage with us on FNTSY Radio. All right, so here are the selections at quarterback. You got Matthew Stafford, Tony. Are you worried about this hand injury? He's $6,300 is his price tag on DK. Are you worried that, you know what, they say, you know what, this guy's injured. Let's give him a half and let's get out of here. You know what's crazy is since that injury, though, he put up 20 fantasy points against Tampa, 17 against Chicago, and then he had that a stinker, 11 there um, against Cincinnati. So am I concerned a little bit? But I don't think they would play him if he was hurt. In a meaningless game, I can't see him playing him. That makes sense. So you do like him this week in this in this matchup. What 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 about Matthew Stafford in this contest makes him a guy that you think that that you could go to? Is it strongly because they're at home versus the Packers defense is more than likely mailed it in? Well, they mailed it in when their season started. To be honest with you, yeah. Yeah, Green Bay's 32nd in the league at allowing points to quarterbacks. And if you look at it, there's been a lot of talk that they don't under, They have a lot of young players on defense that don't understand uh, the complexity of Don Capers' defenses there, and there's a lot lost in the translation. And I remember New England Patriots at the beginning of the year were having the same problems, is that the players just didn't understand the plays, except it's lasted all year for Green Bay. Let me ask you this, Tony. In situations like that, where the players don't understand do you think it's right for the coaches to continue to hammer their system, or should they dumb it down to make it more convenient to the players since they are the ones on the field? I used to. I'll tell you what. I used to coach for 17 years, and I remember one year we had the worst offensive line in the world. I changed our offense to run every play out of shotgun so our quarterback wouldn't get killed. Like, you got to coach to your talent yep. no matter what it is, and that's the whole thing. And that's what I hate about the NFL. It should be the best of the best. And we don't have the best coaches in the in the world in the NFL. We just recycle the same guys over and over. And if you're born into a family, like Belichick's kids are on staffs across the league. Yep. Gruden's kids on staffs. And it's the same thing over and over again. Come on, man. we got to get guys out there that coach to the talent. Second player to talk about in the poll at the quarterback position is my guy, Russell Wilson. He's going to be a candidate for NFL MVP. I personally think it is Todd Gurley. He has a $6,900 price tag going up against the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, Tone, Russell Wilson, you talk about a one-man gang. He absolutely got it done. That's your thing, absolutely got it done. He yeah. did, though, in 2017. From weeks 11 to weeks 14, he didn't have less than 24 fantasy points. But then he, in week 15, 12, and week 14, I'm um, week 16 against Dallas, 14 fantasy points. I'm wondering if that offensive line is finally caught up to him. But I'll tell you what, he's going to throw the ball 40 times. Yep. We opp- opportunity sometimes doesn't equal success. But I love what I see with Russell Wilson here as a safe play. If you're going to play cash games, he's the guy. Let me ask you this, Tone. If they bring in a running back, like a legit RB1. See, when you have three and four running backs, you don't have none. If they bring in a legit RB1 in 2018, as far as season long, 
Is Russell Wilson still the second quarterback? Because I think Pete Carroll and this team want to run the football. Oh, yeah, you've got to want to run the football. If you think in today's NFL you could keep people healthy by going this route, you're absolutely crazy. I actually sent you a text today about Cam Newton. I was listening to one of the mm-hmm. shows you were talking about Cam Newton for 2018. And I said, how can a bigger quarterback keep running the ball and not get injured in this league? Russell Wilson's a small dude. Yeah. You can't. You can't. There's no way he could survive there. They have to be able to run the ball. But they got to go out and get some offensive linemen. And maybe some of these defensive players will be let go that are making the big money, and they could go out and grab some offensive linemen. What I would worry about, though, is if people looking at Russell Wilson is kind of like the second quarterback off the board behind Aaron Rodgers. If they have a running game, Russell Wilson is not going to put up the kind of postseason he put up this year. They don't want to play like this. And they don't have the wide receivers to put up those big numbers. I think Doug Baldwin's a good wide receiver, but if you compare him against the number one wide receivers across the league, I think he's like 9 or 10. I don't think he's that great. I think, you know what, you go into next year, it's still going to be Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady for me. All right, there you go right there. Coming in. Also on part of the poll is Jacoby Brissett. He has a $5,500 price tag. Brissett going up against the Houston Texans secondary at home. They are torchable. T.Y. Hilton, Jacoby Brissett is going to be a popular stack this weekend, Tony. Yeah, a big stack. And you know what? I like Jacoby Brissett a lot. And, in fact, the lineup I give you at the end is not going to have him. And uh, I'm sitting here trying to figure out why. And uh, I might go there. They already played in week nine, and he put up 23 fantasy points. Uh, in that one, he threw for 308 passing yards. I think they have a big day. They had Brady, Garoppolo, and Brissett on the New England Patriots. Brissett, one of the best moves of the year this year. Don't get me wrong. He didn't take the Colts anywhere far, but he it, it, he's better than Scott Tolzien. I'm better than Scott oh, yeah. Tolzien. And all you people out there that love Teddy Bridgewater, Go look at Teddy Bridgewater's uh, rookie year numbers and look at Jacoby Brissett's same guy. So don't get that excited. That's what you got. Teddy Bridgewater, though, he did more for the most part. The last game we saw Teddy Bridgewater play, Tony, he had the Seattle Seahawks beat until homeboy yeah. misses that kick. But I think that he got a lot of uh, credit for such a great defense okay. too there in Minnesota at the time. And you know what? If you want a game manager, I mean, he had 14 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Brissett had 12 and 7 mm-hmm. and one more game to go. So, I think they're going to be relatively close. And I think Jacoby Brissett might be actually be a little better runner. Last player on the poll is the quarterback of the New England Patriots, Tom Brady, coming in at $6800 this week, taking on a New York Jet team at home. How you feel about TFB this weekend? He hasn't been playing well the last couple of weeks. And when I say that, he put up 16 fantasy points against Buffalo, 16 against Pittsburgh, 11 against Miami, 9 against Buffalo. I wouldn't use him, but it's the Jets. And the Jets have played him well over the past, but he put up 17 fantasy points against them in Week 6. I think they play him the whole game. Bill Belichick's done it when they've had a clinch before and played him the whole game. So I don't think you have to worry. But Deion Sims has become a thing, and they're running the ball actually very well right now. We're not seeing the number of throws from Tom Brady that we saw early in the year. 21 um, for 28 last week, 35 and 43 against Pittsburgh and Miami. Uh, the Miami game, they were losing. Pittsburgh, they were losing the whole game. I don't think they'll be losing to the Jets. TFB more of a tournament play or a cash game? He's not, he's not a cash game play, is he? No, I think he's more of a tournament play. I think that out of nowhere, people have forgot Tom Brady, and it wouldn't shock you at the end of the day if he has three touchdown passes. All might be caught by uh, Rob Gronkowski. That would be a nice, a nice thing right there. We'll be talking about Gronk a little bit later on. 
Got two minutes to go, Tony. Let's uh, hop into these running backs right quick. Derrick Henry, $5,500. Alvin Kamara at $7,900. LaShawn McCoy, another big-time season from Shady. He comes in at $8,000. Jamal Williams, $5,200. This will be most likely, be like, like, likely to be the poll to determine your feature running back for, the, for, for Week 17. Yeah, so I look at it like this. Jamal Williams goes to go against a defensive front that's beat up in Detroit. And I think he gets 20-plus touches in this game, and he has a great opportunity to put in uh, some numbers there. The one guy I'm concerned about in this poll is actually Derrick Henry. We've all been waiting for this chance and this opportunity to have the backfield to himself, and he gets against Jaguars. If you look at the season numbers for the Jaguars, they're not great. But since they bring in Darius, they've let up up. almost three yards a carry. So I don't think it's a great matchup for Henry. No, it is. And people have been waiting – for two years for Derrick Henry to have this opportunity, and he finally gets to Week 17. This is a guy who's in back-to-back seasons and season-long leagues. has been a six-round draft pick, and he finally gets a shot to have the backfield to himself Week 17, two years later almost. But he's going yeah, to be the maj- 70% in cash games, Tony. Oh, yeah, people are going to jump all over him, and I think it's a mistake. I see a lot of love uh, for Pat Mahomes, and I think it's a big mistake. LaShawn McCoy, I think, tonight is going to be a guy that's very interesting. Uh, that Miami team has had a crazy season. We had to remember the offensive line coach, Snowden Corkane, yeah. a little early in the season. Uh, Javis Landry had off-the-field issues that he was cleared of. Devontae Parker's been in and out. Jay Cutler, who knows? Who knows if that team's going to show up in Week 17? Yeah, the Miami Dolphins, tough season down there in South Beach at the Hard Rock Cafe. You heard more about the turnover chain than you did about Jay Cutler and that crew down <laughs> there at Adam Gates. Adam Gates a miserable human being, too. One of the most miserable men in, fan, in, in sports, period. We want to continue the RB talk. Also, drop us some wide receivers when we come back on this other side. The People's Lineup at the Tony Sincata on Twitter is the way you can get involved. It's Lineup Lock on FNTSY. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Fantasy football frenzy. Gio Bernard and PPO, you outscored Joe Mixon. I was kind of shocked when I heard that. He was a part-time player until Joe Mixon got injured. Joe Mixon, even as a part-time starter, he was outscoring him. It really came down to when Mixon got hurt in the backfield was Gio's all himself, and especially last week where he went ballistic. Gio's been what he has been. He's been that RB3, especially a PPR high-end RB3 that you can rely on, but that's he's always been a part-time guy that you could get some value out of. Weekdays, 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo, this is the Fantasy Football Best Friends! 
forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Fantasy freestyle next year watch out for san francisco because you got garcon coming back and you got goodwin goodwin was a revelation this year good well, he didn't really start balling until gucci garoppolo got in there and that's what happens when you got a good quarterback receivers sometimes come up and step up because the quarterback's getting it done so the receivers get it done the only guy that really doesn't even need a quarterback is deandre hopkins Leo Jones. No, he don't need a quarterback he throw it all by himself exactly yeah, it's crazy like Tom that. savage and nuke gets it done weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m eastern on the fantasy sports radio network Hey, this is Greg Sussman, your fantasy football BFF, and I'm here to tell you all about the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer four questions in a row right, and you win two tickets to the Big Game in Minnesota on February 4th. Make sure you're locked and loaded in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network so you always know when we're playing. The game only happens once a day, and the show changes, so make sure you listen and watch and play the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This message is paid for by the United Elf Foundation. What's up, fellow elves? This is Jumpin' Jacks, your treasurer of the North Pole's UEF South Division. We've bought several ads here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network because we all know how much Christmas elves love fantasy football. You know it. The UEF wanted to remind all elves on Fantasy Football Sunday leave from the North Pole that the last shuttle back to the workshop leaves our secret spot at 8 p.m. Sunday. So that's immediately after the Fantasy Sports Radio Network ends their seven straight hours of live game day coverage. What's up? If you traveled by magic, please disregard this message and remember that you're expected back in the workshop by 9 a.m. sharp on Monday. So you can still listen to the full two hours of the Roto Experts recap, then transport yourselves back, all right? Thank you all. I appreciate it. And best of luck with your fantasy playoff teams. Your elf is out. Line of block on FNTSY. Back up with Adam. Corey Parson and Tony Sakata doing it again. The people's lineup. The most important thing. But we do have some NBA news and notes to get to. What's going on in the league, Tony? Yeah, the Houston Rockets. Uh, Nene Hilario out tonight. So the Houston Rockets starting lineup will be Chris Paul, James Harden, Trevor Reza, P.J. Tucker, and uh, Kyle Anderson. And so you're looking at that. And you'll uh, look at uh, that tonight. And P.J. Tucker's the one guy that'll get a couple extra minutes in that one uh, for the fantasy owners tonight. I wouldn't go out there and play him, but uh, Chris Paul, I too, I, I, his price is cheap enough that you could be teased into that. But I would let it go, uh, not knowing how he'd come back. He was jumping around crazy last night as the Boston Celtics came back from a 26-point deficit. That was a wild last game last night, wasn't it, Tone? a little crazy. <laughs> it's going to be a fun NBA season, especially when we get past the All-Star break into the second half. Definitely looking forward to that. So in the first group of running backs that we talked about, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, LaShawn McCoy, and Jamal Williams, I think Shady's the guy to go to. What do you think? Yeah, the one guy I like is I like Jamal Williams because of mm-hmm. the price at 5200 bucks. I get in the end zone one time there, and I can get me uh, my 15, 16 points easier. So the one thing, and one of the guys over in the YouTube was asking for the same situation, Gregory Castillo. He says, hey, 
why don't we get Shady the ball in the open space? And I've been saying that all year. They haven't done a great job this year at throwing the ball to him. No, well, that was a really a big part of what Anthony Lynn was doing while Shady had that big year last year. But still, Shady put up nice numbers this year. But you're right. When you, I tell, we tell fantasy owners all the time, coaching changes bring changes in schemes. So be very careful when you go back in on these players thinking the numbers are going to be the same. Look at the situation with the Atlanta Falcons, a prime example. Kyle Shanahan leaves. Sarkeesian comes and said he's going to run the same offense. It don't look the same, do it, Tony? <laughs> Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, if he doesn't get in the end zone with that $8,000 salary, that's the tough price. Uh, but like I said, I have him in my top four. Uh, I think he's a guy who can play. Going to need a second running back, so let's talk about those guys right now. You got Malcolm Brown on the pole at 3,900. You got Kenyon Drake at 7,200. Kenyon Drake won a lot of people's season-long championships. He was the running back that came along down the stretch that gave you the boost. Frank Gore, the ageless wonder. Frank Gore at 4,400. Deion Lewis, another guy on a lot of championships teams at 6,800, Tone. Yeah, so these guys are very interesting to me. First of all, Deion Lewis has really uh, prospered as of late and going against the Jets defense. Uh, that's packed in. He put up 35 fantasy points in that game against Buffalo, 15 and 11. So double digits three weeks in a row. I absolutely love that. Frank Gore is the most interesting to me because most people would say, hey, you know what? When are we going to see the backup get an opportunity, get out there and play? Well, the guy can't block. Frank Gore is chasing down records and moving up the rushing yardage list, and they keep getting the ball. And uh, the coach wants to keep his job, so he's trying to win a couple games. So Frank Gore, I think, is going to be – out there, and he's going to get 13, 14 fantasy points. He put up 16 against a very good Baltimore defense, 9.8 against a very, very good Denver defense, 18, and then he had Jacksonville, and he had 6.1. So he's played four tough defenses in a row and finally gets a cakewalk. Frank Gore, this guy is amazing, the way he, he gets it done. 35, 36 years old, something around that age frame. Just keeps doing it year and year. I mean, the dude had 36 carries in the snow a couple weeks ago. Shout out to Frank Gore. When I was 36, Tony, I was trying to – only thing I was doing in the snow was making a walk to the liquor store. Yeah, you know what? It's crazy. I, I used to uh, – I fell down one time during the Patriots' first Super Bowl. I was outside at halftime, outside oh. of the bar watching the game, and I fell, and I, like – I was bleeding for a while. I probably should have went to Tony, Malcolm Brown's on this list of $3,900. Filling in for one Mr. Todd Gurley. You think he sees the volume of pass catching that Gurley sees? That That's the whole situation here. We have a $3,900 price tag. If we can get him to 12 fantasy points, that's a huge day. So if we think that they're going to try to replicate this great offense from this great coach without all the weapons, I don't need Todd Gurley's numbers. I just need 12 fantasy points. I think he has an opportunity to catch two or three balls. I think it's it's a great idea to go ahead and use him in probably a flex spot. I think so, too. I do think that he's the guy that can get you some action this weekend and one Mr. Malcolm Brown. I want Kenyon Drake. Tone, if Kenyon Drake has this job in Miami from the jump in 2018, I think he can be a second or third round fantasy pick in season-long leagues. I, I think he absolutely will be. And the funny part is, is we go, oh, Miami's uh, throwing it in. Jay Ajayi and the coach didn't get along. Who do you think has the more talent when you watch these two play? Oh, I mean, it looks Kenyon like Kenny Drake. Drake's faster. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's shiftier. He catches the ball out of the backfield. And here's the whole thing, that he went to the University of Alabama, and he was a backup. I'll bet you though that team could go two or three deep at every position with NFL players. Tony, I remember last year they had a pre- – uh, 
had a press conference last year, and some kind of way they started talking college football with Bill Belichick. He started talking about Clemson and Alabama. And he was like, yeah, when, those, when teams like these two teams play, you make sure every, every NFL executive, every NFL scout, every NFL coach eyes is on these games two or three times a year. They scout these players because these players, like you say, the players on the bench, Tony, are NFL prospects. Yeah, it's amazing because every one of those guys are four- and five-star recruits that came out of high school. And so they had an opportunity. They want to get the opportunity to go to Alabama, get a free ride. And sometimes they get stuck behind the uh, people. We have Tom Brady, right, arguably the best quarterback in the history of football. He had a hard time competing at Michigan Mm -hmm. to get a a job with uh, Bob Greasy's kid, Brian Greasy. Brian Greasy had a decent career. It was an NFL quarterback. There was two of them at the same time. All right, so let's go right now. Let's talk. Let's get into some wide receivers. Oh, I love this right here because you got one of my favorite guys. Josh Reynolds at $3,000. Robbie Anderson, New York Jet Robbie Anderson at five k. Robbie Anderson, one, in my opinion, the Wire pickup of the year in 2017, but well, one of them. He had a fantastic season, especially through the bye weeks. Robbie Anderson really came out and put up big numbers. Mike Thomas at 7000 the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. If you check the link for week 17, he has Mike Thomas as his number one ranked wide receiver. He's in the poll. He's $7,000 in. Geronimo Allison at $3,200, Tony. That's a play right there with Allison where you don't really need much from Allison to, uh, to, uh, to, for him to, hit, to bring back value. Yeah, so Allison and Reynolds are both in the same situation here. And we broke down the numbers uh, of Hunley, right? Hunley's been a huge home and road split uh, situation here. So he's had some success. Allison hasn't been out there. Allison will be one of the guys, him and Randall Cobb, that will be counted on to put up the numbers. I think he's worthy of a play tomorrow in that game. And Josh Reynolds, every time he gets an opportunity to play, he's put up numbers. Now, the quarterback won't be the same without Jared Goff there. So that might be a little worrisome there. But Josh Reynolds could play in this league. Now, Mike Thomas, you've got to be careful. He's left practice twice this week. He has practiced, so that's positive. But dealing with a hamstring injury. It, it, it sucks when your hamstring tightens up like that and you can't finish practice with the rest of your teammates, Tony. It is, but maybe, you know, it's week 17 and he's just taking it easy. That's what I'm hoping for there. Yeah, that would be a good thing. Hey, a lot of people in season-long circles was like Mike Thomas was a disappointment. When you look at his numbers at the end of the year, yeah. he was not a disappointment by any stretch of the imagination. See, here's why I think he was a disappointment. That okay. people get, people look at it like this. is I drafted this guy in the first round, right? Mm-hmm. I drafted the guy in the first round. And yet I didn't get any 100-yard games. I didn't get any two-touchdown games. I got strong performances every week. But when I draft a guy in first round – I'm thinking of Antonio Brown numbers. Now, he did in week 14 and week 15, so we put it together in those two weeks. But before that, we had 18 fantasy points, 10, 15, 23, 14, 14, 15, 4, 22, 21, 13, 9. So you saw like eight games, fifteen around the 15 point total. Those are good numbers, but not great numbers. And I think when you think of him a first-round pick, you wanted more. But what I'd like to do next year... And this is the way to go about it. You find out what the 12th wide receiver got points per game. Say it's 15. And you go and you give credit to the wide receivers. How many times did he go 15 or over? Well, 12 out of 16. And that's how I'm going to go about evaluating my players. That's a good idea right there from Tony Sincata. You want to get involved with the people's lineup. It's at the Tony Sincata on Twitter. Let's get the next wide receiver grouping in here. We got Kenny Galladay at 3,300. The guy, Julio Jones at 8,200. T.Y. Hilton at 5,900. And Golden Tate at 63. Tone, let's start with Golden Tate. It looks 
fantasy ones will tell you, Golden Tate let me down. 85 yeah. receptions is not a letdown, Tony. <laughs> no, and this is the same thing. If you look at the last two games, and horrific. Four, so people are going to remember that, four and six. But he's at a 22 or 14, a couple sixes, then a couple 20s. He just doesn't break out for that monster game. And I think that we all look over the last few years, like Julio Jones had a 200-yard game last year, two of them. We had a 300-yard game for A.J. Green. And I think we want to see that from our top fly wide receivers. But everybody's not Antonio Brown. No, he's not. And I think Marvin Jones Jr., I think you see a situation with Marvin next season in 2018, MJJ can be drafted ahead of Golden Tate in some circles because that kid performed down the stretch. T.Y. Hilton, Tony, a guy I was on big time, $5,900 this week. If Andrew Luck was there, Hilton would have put up a monster season once again. Hilton, one of the consummate professionals in the NFL. Here's the problem with T.Y. Hilton, why you should have never sat him out. And I talked about this on a couple of shows uh, before he hit it up is that he had a 31 game this year, a 27 game, a 37 game, and a 19. He also has some twos and fours in there, too, though. (laughs) Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. It's like you couldn't keep him on the bench because there was always the chance that that game was going to come out. Yeah, no doubt. And I I did – he was my – Robbie Anderson was my go-to guy in in my T.Y. Hilton leagues. So – but you like you, sometimes T.Y. Hills was 31 points was on the bench. I'll be honest with you, that did happen. <laughs> Julio Jones, 8,200, Tony. Hey, they got the spot. They, they're playing for a playoff spot. Why not pepper yeah. Julio we, with targets this week and get it done with the best player in the NFL, pound, pound probably? Here's the thing. You know, I listen to guys like Sussman and them, and they don't have enough experience to be uh, in my, uh, my realm of expertise. And <laughs> here's, the, here's the problem, like, they were talking about how they wouldn't draft him in the first round. I could see that, right? Because you look at games where he didn't come and contribute. And we'll get this after we come back from commercial break. Still but I want to help the people out. Still want to talk wide receivers. You got to figure out a tight end and a defense. And we'll finish it up with a little NBA talk. Also, it's Londa Lock right here on FNTSY Radio. This message is paid for by the United Elf Foundation. What's up, fellow elves? This is Jumpin' Jacks, your treasurer of the North Pole's UEF South Division. We've bought several ads here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network because we all know how much Christmas elves love fantasy football. You know it. The UEF wanted to remind all elves on Fantasy Football Sunday leave from the North Pole that the last shuttle back to the workshop leaves our secret spot at 8 p.m. Sunday. So that's immediately after the Fantasy Sports Radio Network ends their seven straight hours of live game day coverage. What's up? If you traveled by magic, please disregard this message and remember that you're expected back in the workshop by 9 a.m. sharp on Monday. So you can still listen to the full two hours of the Roto Experts recap, then transport yourselves back, all right? Thank you all. I appreciate it. And best of luck with your fantasy playoff teams. Your elf is out. This dude, Bill Bryan, didn't start Sean Watson exactly. in day one. Exactly, he didn't start the Sean Watson in day one. He took a horrific first half from Tom Savage. To Savage's credit, he didn't know to get the ball to Hopkins. I mean, he was getting like we love that. Off. Yes, we love that. <laughs> you know, Thank you, Tom. He was, he was tolerable. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, okay, yeah. But, to, uh, but if you're a Houston Texas fan, and I know oh, yeah. Texas fans, I would get text messages be like, Savage effing sucks. Weekdays, 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. How's it going in there? Five more minutes. 
Okay, let's play a game. Two truths, one lie. We're not gonna be late to the party. In the time you've taken to get ready, you could have been on your way to save your life. And I'm wearing that tie you hate. We're not gonna be late, we're 10 minutes away. You wouldn't dare wear that tie. And I can't save a life, I'm not a firefighter. Actually, I swabbed my cheeks last week. It takes less than a minute to get your cheek swabs. Register at dkms.org and you can be a superhero by helping someone out. With Thermospa's unique built-in thermal filtration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Come Greg Sussman say it. Back up and Adam, Line up Lock Live on FNTSY Radio. Left off discussing some wide receivers. Tone this year, <coughs> because of the litany of injuries, I was saying yeah. that Julio Jones was a back-of-the-first-round guy, a guy I like more on the turn. Uh, yeah, all right, so that that's perfect. See, here's what I say, is that I don't care what the fantasy sport is. When you pick in the first round, you're, pay, you're paying for predictability. So Julio Jones didn't have the year you want him to have. He was the seventh best wide receiver. Like, nobody ever talks about the floor with these first-round picks. So if everything goes wrong and he's playing through injuries every week, the worst I get is seventh, I'll take that. You look at the guys in front of him. Michael Thomas, all right? He did a good job. Tyreek Hill. You know what? They'll have a new quarterback there next year. You're going to pick him ahead of Julio Jones? Larry Fitzgerald, he'll be 45. You're going to pick him? <laughs> Keenan Allen, missed two years in a row. Are you going to pick him? DeAndre Hopkins and Antonio Brown. I'm telling you right now, he's a top five pick. At what if Josh Gordon is in San Francisco with Garoppolo? If Josh Gordon, I don't think he'll go anywhere. There, uh, well, You know there's three years of uh, uh, off-the-field issues there. Yeah. That you gotta, he's I still would a take risk. Julio Jones. Yeah, I would take Julio Jones over him. I could go back and forth on that one. All right, so here we go. We didn't the guy that I'll give you one guy that couldn't be in it. Devontae Adams, who signed a four-year contract today with the Green Bay Packers. Tony, last year we sat right here doing this program, and I said Devontae Adams could be the Packers' number one wide receiver. The people on YouTube call me everything but a child of God, Tony. Devontae Adams <laughs> is the Packers' number one wide receiver, Tony. <laughs> he is, absolutely. Uh, the talent was there. I said it when he came back. Aaron Rodgers came back that one game. Uh, that I was going to play um, Devontae Adams over Jordy Nelson, that basically one guy's talent has just gotten so much better. Yep. And Aaron Rodgers sat four or five weeks on the sideline, and 
He ain't blind. No, he's not, Tony. He was in the film room, too. He was in that quarterback room getting that work in. Kenny Galladay at 3,300. Then we'll get into the rest of the wide receivers, Tony. Why is Kenny Galladay somebody that the people can vote on tonight? I think that if you look at Kenny Galladay and you believe that he'll get his share of uh, offensive participation in three wide receiver sets and even spelling Tate in Marvin Jones Jr., I think he's the one guy that could impede you uh, next year is Marvin Jones Jr. Does he come back? Or do they cut costs and use Galladay, who was everybody's darling in preseason? That would be an interesting conversation to have right there, see how that one plays out. More wide receivers because you can't just start two. You've got to roll another one out there. This is the poll at the Tony Sincata, excuse me, Sincata on Twitter. Brandon Cooks at 6,300. Jermaine Kirsch at 3,800. Marquise Goodwin, another fantasy football savior at 6,600. And Farrell Cooper at 3,000. Obviously, Cooper in that situation with the Rams. Tone, let me tell you something. I held on to that stiff Corey Davis. From <laughs> August to December. And yeah. the one time of the week I was going to drop him, I was thinking about picking up Marquise Goodwin. I was like, no, I'm going to stick with Davis. I made a mistake on that one. Yeah, Marquise Goodwin's a guy that you got to put in this lineup. He, he's just the go-to target now, and he's got to be in your lineup. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo has a great day. I didn't think he'd have one last week, and he did. I think that uh, Goodwin's in your lineup this week. Corey Davis is interesting because I – was not high on him, mm-hmm. and then everybody kept talking about it. Every show kept talking about it. So I started watching the, t- the clips on YouTube, yeah. and I'm like, this guy's a man. This guy yeah. is going to eat up people. But that's the whole thing. We should know as fantasy football experts, we can't go crazy on these rookies. You know what? Let people take them. If they come through, you know what? They're going to come through 20% of the time. You know what? They can claim all they want. Those guys that pick guys like Corey Davis, they pick like three rookies and never win a fantasy football title. It's like it's the Odell Beckham syndrome. You want to get that hot young rookie wide receiver. Yeah. When he was taking up roster space, I should have cut him. That was my bad on that one. Uh, Jermaine Curse, $3,800 New York Jet wide receiver. Jermaine Curse, solid season from Curse also. If you played him in the right weeks of season, you got good numbers for him. What do you think about Curse and this $3,800 price tag? I'm off because of Bryce Petty, but mm. the $3,800 is appetizing against the New England defense who has struggled with passes. If we had Ryan Fitzpatrick there, I would uh, go there. i got to ask you a question. It's crazy to me that the Jets gave out a two-year extension to their coach today, as did uh, Tampa come out and say that they're bringing Dirk Cutter back for a year. If the rumors are true that John Gruden's been assembling a coaching staff, that means that, to me, he's got a coach and a GM's job somewhere and it wouldn't shock me if it's the Miami Dolphins, which has never been talked about. I can see that being the case also. That's a very interesting thing right there. I, this thing with Cutter and Tampa, him and Jameis is not working right now. And I figured oh. that Cutter would be gone because Jameis stays. Yeah, I did too. That's, what I figured, that's how I figured it would play out. Jameis, uh, uh, just immature, bad season. We expected growth from Jameis. We seem like we got regression. Him and Cutter could clash heads. Jameis might be on the hot seat right now, Tony. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I think that when I look at today's football, it's returned to a video game league. All the uh, rules are made to the offense, and you need to complete 63 64% of your passes. And Jameis Winston hasn't done that. He's a guy that's low in the completion still, and I think he force-fed two years ago Mike Evans' balls. They bring him in more weapons, and his play got sporadic yeah. in there. And I think the coaching staff, I don't know if he's, this is the right place for him. Going back to Dirk Cutter one more year, we see it as a negative. But when you change offensive coordinators, most times it takes a while to get yep. that. So maybe we could see a bump from Winston. 
Brandon Cooks, $6,300 on the one of the players you can vote on in the people's lineup at the Tony Sincata over on Twitter. 6300 for Brandon Cooks. Got a matchup where this is doing the Orleans Saints team. They're going to be playing because they got to get a win, Tone. Well, Brandon Cooks, of course. I mean, I'm sorry. Excuse now. me. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> my bad. And they got to get a they gotta they get need a win, win now, too. too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I thought Cooks would take off with the injury to Chris Hogan and they would feed him the ball. And they're trying to. Uh, because they they give them the ball on screens, they give them the ball behind the line of scrimmage, they they make gimmick plays for them, but teams just double team them, and I don't understand why teams don't double team Rob Gronkowski. That's a whole different game, and Brandon Cooks has been suffering even with Chris Hogan out of the lineup. I would avoid him. Speed speed scares defenses. That's why I think he sees the majority of double teams because he can get over the top and get you a touchdown, and you know on the first play to drive. Whereas Gronk, you kind of go go down the field with him. So sp- speed is something that really hurts. 60 receptions, I think 780-something yards, maybe six to eight touchdowns. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. Was Brandon, did Brandon Cooks live up to expectations this year, season long? No. Mm-hmm. No, I think he came I up agree. short. And I'm actually concerned about him next year. You know, people look at Tom Brady as a medical marvel and being 48 years old and playing. He, the last couple of weeks, has looked like a quarterback that's been through a long season. And I think next year, Brandon Cooks is a guy that got to get the long ball. So I'm concerned about that next season, and I think he'll be drafted way earlier than I'm willing to participate in. Yeah, I was high on him coming into this year, but I don't know. I want to be at a value on Brandon Cooks in in uh, 2018, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. The tight end position, Rob Gronkowski at 7,000. Anyone else, Tony, is the two uh, options you can vote on. First, <laughs> let's talk about who could anyone else be. I'll tell you what, without Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz playing, right, you lose your elite yep. options at the tight end. Uh, situation. So, Greg Olson's in the game where they need to win at 5,600 against Atlanta. I think he proved he's healthy enough that you could go there. Uh, but we're looking at games where he had a 5, 29, and 0. His mm. last three games. Mm. So, anything could happen there. But if you were going to drop down and you wanted to be contrarian and you wanted to fade Rob Gronkowski, Olson's the guy. Evan Engram's out. Uh, we know that Minnesota, a situation with Kyle Rudolph, who's banged up and probably not going to play. 4900 bucks. Uh, Jimmy Graham's only touchdown dependent. Um, Eric Ebron, I guess, is going to play. It's been on a little bit of a roll. Other than that, Delaney Walker is where we go next. Delaney Walker, one of the most underrated slept on tight ends in the NFL. He continues to get it done. Getting a little bit up in age now. Rob Gronkowski, though, Tony, you, would you start lineup to Rob Gronkowski this week? Yeah, yeah. he's. Uh, I just put him in my lineup there. It was funny because of the guys that are cheap, right? When you talk about guys like Josh Reynolds and and, and uh, uh, Brown, and if you wanted to go even Kenny Galladay, it, it's real easy to get Rob Gronkowski in your lineup this week. There you go right there. We do need a defense, Tony. You got the Atlanta Falcons at 2,500, the Pittsburgh Steelers at 3,900, the Pats at 3,500, and America, the Dallas Cowboys at 2,300. What defenses do you like this week? Which one do you think is the best one to uh, help fantasy owners? I would actually go with the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think it's the greatest uh, greatest uh, opportunity, but at 2,300, we're talking about a backup quarterback mm-hmm. that's only going to play half the game. Then we're going to get to the third-string quarterback. I would absolutely use the Dallas Cowboys at 2,300 this week and go from it there. I think that it's a cheap play, and I think you can go there. Second one um, I'd use, if you're going to look at it from a perspective, I would probably use Atlanta against Carolina. Oh, really? That's interesting. Atlanta Falcons against Carolina. I think that if the Falcons can score points there and make Cam have to throw the ball and get them out of the, the, 
the game of being able to run and pass and not know what's going there and dictate the place of the game, then I think they can make some plays. All right, there you go, right there. I'm not I'm not sold Devin Funches is healthy, and it's really, no. really going to hurt that offense. They just don't have enough weapons. This is the thing with it. Is Atlanta lucky or battle-tested, Tony? Uh, I think a little bit of both. I think when you have uh, the guys there that have been through it and they haven't been successful, but they've played time and time again, I think they're okay. I think their defense is a little better than we anticipated. And Devonta Freeman has gotten better in the second half of the season than he was any time in the first. When he came back from a concussion, he's probably been one of the best four backs in the league. I'm real interested to see where he goes next year. He runs like a madman, Tony. He runs like yeah. a man on a mission. It's, he runs like your old guy, Marion Baba. Yeah, he does. When you when you're sitting up there, you're watching the Falcons play. You know Freeman got the ball because you hear the pads popping, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa! And that's him delivering the hits. He's a he's a. They asked him about the concussions, Tony. He's like, I'm not gonna change my playing style. He does not care. So, shout out to Devontae Freeman. He's getting it done. He's the guy. If I catch him floating around in the second round next year, because you got you know, say like a Saquon Barkley or something like that, gets in yeah. a good situation, jumps into that first round, and you push Freeman into that second round, probably won't be no better player you could take in round number two of the fantasy draft in 2018. And remember, Matt Ryan is always better in the second year of a system. I'll be hammering that point. We come back. Get you some NBA information before the lineup's locked. Before you got to set the line before the lineup's locked. Not to mention the fact we'll reveal the people's lineup for Week 17 of the NFL season. Lineup locked right here on FNTSY Radio. Hey, it's Tony Sicano telling you about a new show, Fantasy Football Rewind. Catch it late night on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Starts at 1 a.m. on the East Coast, 10 p.m. on the West Coast. It's two hours of fantasy football action. I'll give you all the latest news in fantasy football. I'll talk about all the things that happen on the channel throughout the day. I'll tell you who's right, who's wrong. Fantasy Football Rewind. If you can't stay up that late, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Fantasy Football Rewind. Red heat and rage. This whole college system to me is a joke with these interim coaches and this and that. I understand you got to go find jobs, but there's got to be a different way because you're putting the kids in limbo. A lot of these guys went to the program because of the coach, the recruiting story, all that stuff. It's a big deal. And these coaches go, see ya, see you later, guys. It's been a slice. I think I'm going to go get a bigger paycheck. I think it's crap. I think it sucks. Weekdays, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true the Tow Wars Hour. Alex Bregman going in the top 25 of the latest mock that you did. I think that is betting really hard on a lot of development and a lot of growth. I don't understand how you take Alex Bregman ahead of Anthony Rendon. I made that number 24 pick. I knew he would not be there. He would not come back to me. There's something about him. I just think he's one of those guys who's ready to hit 30 homers and play at a high level right now. Thursdays from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
Muscle Maker Grill was made for football season. Muscle Maker Grill supplies you with delicious, healthy meals that'll give you energy to cheer on your team week after week. Whether you're craving flavorful salad, packed wraps, or guiltless entrees, Muscle Maker Grill has you covered. Hosting a game? No problem. Our catering packages will have your whole team satisfied with flavors ranging from Italian to Tex-Mex and much, much more. Visit MuscleMakerGrill.com for your nearest location and have a winning season. On target fantasy football. You just made the least bold move possible in the GM hire that you had with Gettleman. So they seem to conflict. This was the chance for the Giants to be bold. Joe made a great point and said, you know, you're basically playing with house money at this point. I said it is like the least inspired move you could possibly make. And you actually have built-in excuses if it doesn't work. And yet they've hired Gettleman. Weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. FNTSY.com slash radio. There have been some great trios in our history. The Three Stooges. Destiny's Child. I'm a survivor. Even The Shield. Nobody fights longer or harder. What do they all have in common? They're not the fantasy best friends forever. If you want to be a winner like Greg Sussman, Michael Florio, and myself, Frank Stanfield, tune in every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Want to see our beautiful faces? Yes. You can also check us out on YouTube. BFF out. DFS lineup block sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Fantasy football should be over at week 16 when you're playing season long. But week 17, DFS, we're all under the same rules. We're all going to use the same prices. We're not going to have guys sit out. We're fantasy players. We need to ply our craft somewhere. I think you play with passion and you go out there and you show everybody what a great fantasy player you are. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Getting ready to put a bow on the program, Lineup Lock Live. Tone, any NBA information you need to get to the people before Lineup Lock? Yeah, Lance Stevenson again starting for Victor Oladipo. He went off the other night, put him back in your lineup. Uh, for the Brooklyn Nets, Karis LeVert is in, and that is the last NBA news. Of course, we told you earlier, Chris Paul is playing tonight uh, for the Houston Rockets, and Paul George is out. Uh, so Russell Westbrook is the top play. Here's my NBA lineup for tonight. You guys playing in the NBA. Russell Westbrook at point guard. Jordan Clarkson, the Lakers at shooting guard. He's starting for ball. Lance Stevenson. Marquise Chris, who's only 3600 bucks. Uh, he's had back-to-back uh, games over 25 points, finally getting the playing time. Steven Adams, uh, who'll get a bump with George out. Milos Teodosic on the Clippers. Bojan Bogdanovic, get the right one. There's two of them. Can you believe, Corey, there's two Bojan Bogdanoviches? That's crazy, too. <laughs> Get the one on the Indiana Pacers, and their prices are 4500 4, So make sure you get the right one on the Pacers. And then Miles Turner uh, knocks that off, and that's the uh, uh, lineup for tonight. How about the people's lineup? You hear what the, here's what the people got. The people got Russell Wilson as their quarterback. Their backfield was Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis. I'm not a big fan of Derrick Henry. Uh, I think he's a top five play, but I think it's a tough matchup there. Geronimo Allison, because they had to get one cheap wide receiver in at 3,200. Marquise Goodwin and Michael Thomas at uh, wide receivers. Rob Gronkowski, Malcolm Brown at the flex, and the Dallas Cowboys are there. My lineup is uh, Matt Stafford, Alvin Kamara, Jamal Williams, Josh Reynolds, Golden Tate, Michael Thomas, Rob Gronkowski, Malcolm Brown, and I have the Eagles defense, not because I love them, uh, because I had 2,700 bucks left over. There you go right there. 
and Dak Prescott is all, all of a sudden the turnover machine. So there you go. So that could yeah. be something interesting to look at right there. So yesterday, last night on line, last night on the freestyle and today on Frenzy, we did Jimmy G Gucci Garoppolo versus the world. Right, I heard it this morning. He's going to be a top seven to ten quarterback in fantasy drafts next year. It's crazy. I think he's going to be higher than that. I really, it's really <laughs> interesting him and Deshaun Watson when we get ready for next season. Because one thing I do is I do all these sports, and I always hear me bitch and complain about people taking a narrative and not using statistical approaches to base their opinion on. Yet we try to get them on big sample sizes. Yet we don't have that with Deshaun Watson and nope. Jimmy Garoppolo. And you can't avoid them just because they have small sample sizes. So you got to make some sort of determination. And I think you could actually make the case of Garoppolo over Watson. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, He's just had more experience in the league. We're going to have a change of coaches in Houston probably. I mean, there's a lot that could go wrong with Watson, but the guy was put up 30 points a game. I mean, you think it's a change of coaching (laughs) in Houston? I thought Watson may have saved Bill O'Brien's job. If Houston was smart, I wouldn't change the offense because when you had the quarterback there, yeah, it worked. But it seems like those two guys hate each other so much, and the owners siding with the GM. It seems like. Hmm. Go see Black Monday uh, coming up is going to be, and it's New Year's Day too. Black Monday this year. Going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Speaking of which, if you like what you're listening to, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Week 17 kicks off. With, well, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. right here on FNTSY Radio. Week 17 kicks off with the Roto Experts. That's Scott Angle, Joe Pisapia, and the greatness that is Mike Blewett at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Then at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Tony, myself, Matt Medica, and you, we get you line of lock live, taking you all the way up to kick off of Week 17. It's going to be a fun Sunday. Oh, it'll be fun. You know, it's interesting. i got to ask Matt Modica which Patriots fans he knows because he keeps talking about how Patriots fans keep justifying uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. We would have to justify him. And, Corey, you were right. I don't think Bill Belichick wanted to keep him. I think Bill Belichick wanted to get rid of Brady. And the owner said, hey, are you crazy? Yep. We're not I, getting rid of I, I think he wanted to keep Jimmy G. I think that was the guy that they wanted. Interesting. Yep. We got a lot of stuff to talk about on Sunday. It's going to be a good time for Tony Sincata. I'm Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive. Coming up next is the Fantasy Freestyle. I'm holding that one down for Dave Martinez, too. We're going to talk 2018 NFL Free Agency. See you next week right here on Line of Block.